He's representing for the Chocomints all over the world. He's hitting them corners in the Lolos, girl. He hits Namaste. Damn, they put your face in your lap. Vegeta trying to be the king, but the ace is back. Yes, baby girl, we're here on the wrestling podcast. That's wrestling spot W-R-S-T-L-I-N-G. It's all of the graps, but without the E. But of course, me and G, we're not anti-E. We're simply pro wrestling. My name is Liam. This guy is Gareth. And folks, interview season is in full effect. My gosh, there's so many interviews at the second. We are lucky, lucky podcasters. That's for damn sure. And this week is no different. Uh, Earlier in the week, you will have seen that we had Slex the Business, uh, one of the kingpins of the Australian scene. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, I'd encourage you to do so. Even if your focus is more based around Japanese pro wrestling, there is talk there with Slex wrestling in Noah and New Japan, talking about his match with Okada and training in the... uh, in the dojos over there so it's, it's well worth your time to check it out but today we have got one of our favorite guests back the ace is back balianaki <laughs> is back on the eve or nearabouts of choco pro 200 gareth sat down with the ace to took all manner of things and it was a personal one a different tone mm. to this interview yeah so i was flying solo again on this one unfortunately no no liam on the interview very well, fortunately depending on your position no. Very, very sad to have to do it alone and we both missed you but I couldn't believe it's been I think July was the last time that we had Aki on just just himself but you know because we sort of see him because he facilitates all the other Choco Pro interviews that we do you know it feels like we see him all the time so it was really nice getting in depth with just Aki again he's got probably the biggest match of his Choco Pro career he's fighting for his life against Minoru Fujita at Choco Pro 200 Night 2, taking place on February 12th. So yeah, really, really excited for that match. Really enjoyed getting in deep on the story of this match with Aki. Mm. It's a really good listen. Yeah, adds an awful lot. So if you're gearing up to watch Choco Pro 200, which I sincerely hope you are and would recommend that you do, then we hope that this one serves as the perfect primer for that show. All right, Gareth, over to you. Thank you, Liam. And we are now joined by one half of the best bros, one half of the Asia Dream Tag Team Champions, the interim Super Asia Champion, the ace of Choco Pro, Balianaki. Thank you very, very much, everybody. I cannot and I will not stop myself from saying the new <laughs> interim. It must feel so good. Uh, I can't really... It's hard to put that into words. Mm. It really is. It's. I feel relief in, in some way, but I, I feel like, like relief is the first, no, surprised, I think was the first emotion I felt. Even when I got the fall, mm. I think I have, I, I have watched the match back and I haven't that, watched that moment, but I'm pretty sure... <laughs> The first emotion was surprise. And the second emotion was was probably relief. Yeah. Relief, it, it, it's not even cool. Like, there's way more cooler things to feel, <laughs> right? Achievement is, is a cool thing to feel. Uh, you know, you know, like, becoming big is a cool thing to feel. Yeah, yeah. Becoming, like, powerful or, or fulfillment or a lot of things to feel. But the reason I felt relief because... There really wasn't a path for me if this wasn't if this doesn't work out because mm. there's 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 only so many redemption moments you can make. At one point, even if you do get a redemption, 
people are like, yeah, you, you're two years late. Yeah. Bro, somebody else has a better redemption going on. Right <laughs> people now. have moved on. Yeah. Like, even if people don't move on, it's just, then you have to be too late. Mm-hmm. Then you have to wait like six years. And that <laughs> is way cooler now because it, the redemption has waited so long that is yeah. gold at this point, no matter which side it goes to. I don't want to wait that long. No, <laughs> like it, 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 it was either this, because like the, 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 this, this is going to be a very sad scene, but imagine Chon wins the match mm-hmm. and the main event is Chon Siri and Minoru Fusta. And I'm calling that match. Yeah. Oof. That's imagine rough. the pain. Like just, just imagine it. I can never come back from that moment. Mm, mm. There's a few like, oh, you, you can do a lot of things. You can okay. I came back like if if I just if you just think about it, the first challenger who challenged for Minoru Fusta's belt was Mei Suruga, mm-hmm. and she pinned him while we are having an Asia Dream Tag Team Championship match w- with me in the match. Yeah, and I called that match. Like I, I, I've never talked about this the whole year mm, mm. because, like, you don't want to cry wolf. No, of course. If you cry wolf, when the wolf really shows up, nobody gives, you know, two rats ass about about mm, it. Mm, mm. But those things are painful, especially because it's me. I she's the last person on on earth I want to lose to. <laughs> to this day, like yeah. I'm way more happy. Like it must have hurt me less losing to Fusta, then it would hurt me losing to me. You have, you guys have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> How I believe much it. I don't want to lose to her. And the fact that she was the first, like I didn't, I never got a rematch. I, I never asked for it yeah. because I felt like I didn't got anything new. Mm-hmm. Fusta beat me. I gave everything I had. Fusta beat me. And I don't think in a month I got something that I didn't have at that point. Mm. And he didn't just beat me on a pinfall. I think he beat me as a wrestler in that match. It's uh, it, it like very fundamentally, even though we wrestled like I wrestled like I've never wrestled before in the match, and but still, and the next was uh, Shinno Hagane, and that was a sixty-minute draw. Like you can't that those that's legendary stuff. Oh, absolutely right. And and then the, a lot of things happened, and like there was an interim belt, and the reason I went for the four-way match was because it was the interim. Yep. It was not Minoru Fujita's belt. It was a int- there was a, there was supposed to be a new champion. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who brought that belt back. How can I not be in in a match where there's so, there's they are making somebody who would face Minoru Fujita? Yeah. And still, I'm the one who got beat. Every moment of th- it was hell. <laughs> yeah, that was something that I think we we noticed really noticed when we watched that match. Yeah. You no, know, we really felt for you taking the loss in in that one. It's an amazing arc. We're what sort of 10, 11 months on from Choco Pro 100. Yeah. And you know, here you are back again going into Choco Pro 200, challenging for the, for the title. So you're saying you didn't think you had anything new after a month. What do you think you have that's new 10, 11 months now down the, down the line? Mm, if I have to say, in the least amount of words, I would say I'm more. There's a word in Japanese that explains it very beautifully. It's mm-hmm. called zurui. And zurui is. It's not mean. 
It's like unfair. Close to, somewhere in between mean and unfair is the word zuri. And I think I'm more zuri now. Sure. Compared to how I was. Yeah. I am more like you can really tell the match you, you never know how a match is going to turn out. You really don't. Mm. You you can imagine it. You can have plans for it, but until you really wrestle be, because the way wrestling is because it's such a, it's such a on the moment live entertainment. This is mm-hmm. the only time you will do the set of things you are about to do uh in a wrestling match. You never know, but I was surprised by myself in the match with Chon Siryu. Mm. I've never wrestled like that before. I've never wrestled so selfishly. Yeah. Before. Uh you, you can really tell by the match. You can really you you like it's it's a fundamental shift mm. between the kind of wrestler Balianaki was until that point of all the matches I've ever had and the match I had with uh Chon Siryu. Yeah. I was way more Zuri is like even not even selfish. Zuri is the perfect word. It's it's mm-hmm. it's somewhere it's it's right down the middle between selfish, unfair, and mean. <laughs> somewhere in, in 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 between of all yeah. three words is the word Zuri. Mm. In Japanese, it's a very nice word, but I, I'm more I'm more that. Yeah, I think that is the biggest difference. Okay, like in in wrestling. As an athlete, there's, I don't think there's something that I can't do. I don't care if it's a movement. I don't care if it's speed. I don't care if it's like a, it's a move execution or, or anything, even high flying. If I put my mind to it, I'm pretty sure I can do whatever I want mm-hmm. athletically. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm like, let's just say fate has been kind to me in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, but now if I can do all of the things, what I choose to do and the way I choose to do it is what makes me a wrestler mm. is what, what sets my caliber as a wrestler. You, you, you can say, yeah. and I think the, the, the metaphorosis of that started with Chocopro one with me and Minoru Suzuki. Yes. That that's the day the change in me started because I've all, I've, I'm pretty sure I've always been a, a great athlete. Mm. There's a there's an incredible gap between a great athlete and a great wrestler. Sure. And I think I'm somewhere in between that part. You developed a bit more of a, an edge, you could say. Yeah. It kind of feels like in the past you've been wrestling for the love of the sport. Yeah. And now you're wrestling, almost wrestling for your life. Yeah, you can say that. Uh, you you can definitely say that, uh, especially in the last. The match with CDK also played a big part in mm. it. The match in CDK played a big part in it. And like the only thing I can compliment somebody like Chris Brooks on, and I really do mean the only thing, mm. is he is the sufficient amount of selfish that a wrestler needs to be. Sure. Actually, very close to the perfect amount. And I'm not like that is the only good thing I, I think I can say about him mm-hmm. all round. As you, we all know, I hate his guts, <laughs> but but I re- like really. And uh, the, the match with CDK played a big part in it. Mm-hmm. That match won the season of the like, like the match of the season, yeah. 
Rightly so. And yeah. me and May were equally pissed about the match. Oh, I bet. Oh, that match frustrated me to the end. I, I'm not joking. Like, mm. it was a, it was one of the strongest showing by Best Bros. Like, if you go and analyze that match, we beat the shit out of Chris Brooks. Even though yeah. I couldn't move my hand for like two weeks, I had to wear tapes in like old Japan and shit. <laughs> like, it, it was <laughs> brutal. I really did. And, but, uh, but yeah. I think all of the, the, the combination of, like, I think I remember in an interview saying to somebody around Choco Pro 100 that I had like a, like a 10 years worth of experience in one year in Choco Pro. Mm. And I was very true, but I think I exaggerated a little bit because I wasn't really that great at that yeah. point in Choco Pro 100. But now I really do feel like I've had 10 years worth of experience in the last two years. I yeah. really do in all genuineness. Mm. Because, you know, since that time, obviously, you know, as you said, you've started popping up a lot more for All Japan. Yes. Uh, made some more appearances with DDT. So, you know, you are getting more reps in, you know, you're you're working other places, you know, you're you're a busy, busy man. How how has um, working for All Japan been for you? Is it a good experience? It is. It is a good experience. Nowhere near to my satisfaction, though. Mm. Like, I'm still a guest there. Sure. I, I remember doing a tweet on 2nd January this year that actually got a lot of uh, traction, weirdly. I don't know why. It was just a simple picture in front of the old Japan mark. I've taken that picture before. Yeah. But I've basically said, I want a deep dive in this promotion. Mm-hmm. That's all I want for 2022 in old Japan. I, I, I don't want anything else. I just want to be one of the cogs. Just give me that. And if I had it in me, I'll take more. You don't have to give me anything. Just let me step in to your territory because I'm still on the outskirts. One of the, I'm one of the attractions you could say. Yeah. I'm not really in the theme park. I'm one of the posters up above. (laughs) I'm here to like, Oh, we have this too. Not really, but we do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, I think I want to do that. It it has been a good experience though, because their culture is so different. They still have the same culture as they did 25 years ago. Mm. You could really see the old school Japan wrestling when you go to old Japan, you really do. And it's a, it's such a, it's even now it's such a culture shock. <laughs> even now, that, even though I like, I speak almost perfect Japanese. I know almost all of Japanese adequates. I know I have been through literally every kind of wrestling company. Mm-hmm. Other than New Japan, I've been almost in all companies yeah. in, in Japan. Including Noah, All Japan, DDT, Big Japan, you could say, but Big Japan is very close to all the very deathmatch style wrestlings. Yeah. And I've been to many deathmatch kind of independent. <laughs> so I've been to Freedom. Like I, I've, yeah. I've been to, other than New Japan, I've experienced every kind of wrestling and company and their culture in yeah. Japan at this point. But yeah, they really stand out. They really are a culture shock. They really, they really is the old school. It's it's very close to the old school American television wrestling, actually. Okay, that's interesting. It's a weird niche, but you can really tell the way they the the, the show is made is very close to the old school TV mm. American ninety eighties kind <laughs> of wrestling. Yeah, it, it's really something. From our perspective over here, Liam and I, you know, we're always sort of so chuffed when we see your name popping up on in other promotions. That the fact that people are it feels like 
the Japanese wrestling scene is getting in the know. They're realizing, oh, we've yeah. got someone really good on our hands here. You know, let's we should be yeah. booking this guy. So, so it's always lovely to see and to know that you're having getting a great experience out of working yeah. there is lovely to hear as well. Is there anybody in all Japan that you're keen to face off with that you haven't had the chance to yet? I haven't. I've never really faced anybody in all Japan, mm-hmm. so I'm 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 up for anybody. But I do want to. Because I am a very much a junior heavyweight as of right now. Yeah. And I won't be for too long. I know that. Uh, the way my physique is, if I work hard, I get big very fast. And I plan to work hard because I now, uh, be, uh, since my shoulders are healed, I've been working hard cons- like step by step in the last six months. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I plan to keep getting better. And I'm pretty sure I won't be a junior heavyweight in the <laughs> next few years. Yeah. I- I'm pretty sure about it. It's it's not even like if I want to or not. I mean, I'm not too told, so I can I can forever be a junior heavyweight. I really can. It's not that hard. But I'm pretty sure my physique won't be a junior heavyweight physique in 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 a few years. Yeah. So I really do wanna make a stamp on on the junior heavyweight scene of all Japan, and I think all Japan's junior heavyweight championship could be could be the gate I need to kick to wake Japan up to me. Yeah. And I think it, it, it really could be, it, it, it's a legacy company. It's a legacy mm. belt. It, it, it really is a legacy Japanese uh, championship. And I think uh, going up to something like that could really, really, could really, really be the challenge that I need or vice versa, Japan needs to, for us to wake yeah. each other up. There's real prestige to holding a, an All Japan is. title, isn't there? It is. And speaking about your sort of work in All Japan and other promotions, you've also popped up a bit more in DDT. So it was recently in DDT that Minoru Fujita really showed his true colors. Yeah. How does that leave you feeling heading into Choco Pro 200? Uh, usually I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fast on how I feel, mm. usually. But when that happened, I really wanted to take my take my time and really go over it, really think about it, really think about what has happened. Uh, and now that I've really thought about it, a lot went through my head. Mm. The first thing I felt was just, uh, well, we are supposed to have a title match. The, the match was actually... I won the, the interim belt one day prior when that happened. Yeah. I won the interim belt on 29th. The match was decided between me and Fujita for 200. And I walked out with him as his entrance on the next day. Mm-hmm. Even though we were supposed to fight on 200. That's the kind of relationship we have had. Yeah, of course. Like that literally, that really emphasizes the kind of relation we have had mm. since we wrestled in Choco Pro 100. For some reason... Myself, Minoru Fujita, and even people have felt that way about us. Mm-hmm. Like there's something there. There always is. No matter when we faced each other, no matter in what setting, no matter in what costume he is. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's Pencil Army. I don't care if it's the <laughs> Deathmatch Fujita. I don't care if it's the Choco Pro one. I don't care if it's he, he's in the elephant mask or if he has a pigeon hat on his head. It doesn't matter. I, when he is in front of me, I face Fujita. That that dude from Choco Pro 100 shows up yeah. every time without without 
a single exception. And that has been the case always. Mm -hmm. And that really, like, like that emphasizes the kind of relationship we have had. Uh, we walked down uh, together as an entrance, uh, Antonio Honda next to him and then myself. And uh, because CDK was wrestling in the semi-main event, they walked out afterwards. Yeah. After they went back to took some care and then they came out to the, to be the second of Nerefista. And uh, like getting a move and like getting beat up, it isn't that a bigger deal. It's mm -hmm. that's Dressing. literally my job. Yeah, like that's what we do on a on a week to week basis. That really doesn't hurt. But he said something, and I he, because he said that in Japanese, I don't think any foreign person actually understands. Because in wrestling, getting betrayed is isn't that a big deal. It really isn't a big deal. Actually, people expect people to betray each other. They get hyped <laughs> on it these days. Yeah. They want heel turns and they won't do that. For some reason, good guys are not cool anymore. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you very, very something. Try being good for a day. It's goddamn hard <laughs> being good. Anybody can be an asshole. Yeah, 100%. I can be an asshole walking out right now in three seconds. Mm -hmm. It's the easiest thing to do. The laziest thing to do in the world yeah. is to be an asshole. Mm -hmm. Just try being lazy. You will turn into an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Make that a quote. Balanaki said it. Yeah. Try being lazy. You'll turn into an asshole. <laughs> You'll turn into an asshole to like your family, that. to your friends, to the people you meet on time, to the company, to the boss who pays you. You will be an asshole to mm -hmm. everybody. Try being lazy. Even to yourself, your body will suck. But being good takes courage. It takes a lot, mm. actually. Being positive takes a lot. Staying positive takes even more. But everybody, that's like, that's Chocopro. That's the, the, the spirit of the promotion. When everybody was in darkness, when literally every, people were like, will this world make it? That's when Chocopro started. And the whole point of the promotion was, in this one hour we have with you, we're not going to worry about anything and you're not going to worry about anything. We're going to have one hour of peace and fun and smiles and all the, the good that is in the world. We're going to have that together. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to worry. No matter how much we had to work hard to make sure we can have that time, you, you, you don't have to see that hard work. You just have to see those smiles. And in return, we get to see yours. That's the contract between us. Mm -hmm. That's why it was no paywall. We don't like it, it shouldn't be something that you don't have to do anything to be happy. You can just be. Mm. We are here, you can just show up. That's that was the promotion is about. And he said, uh, once he get like once he throws us out and you know, does the whole what he did. He actually stood up and he said, your niceness is why you guys have not achieved anything ever. Oof. As long as you lose, there's no justice in this. Mm -hmm. Justice, or you could say strength. Segi is, is the word, what means in, in Japanese, what it means in justice, but it implies a lot of things. It basically means you are not right if you don't win. Yeah. yeah. If you lose, you can never be right because the winner's right everything. 
that stuck to me that hurt oh, of course it didn't hurt because it was true it hurt because it was minoru fujita mm. who said it because i remember doing the chokopro interview and calling out minoru fujita even not even into i actually i think i said it as a quote in 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 one of the live streams or i think the match i called him out i actually said i think the two person who love and see chokopro the most is me and minoru fujita i actually said it mm. when before we faced each other in chokopro 100 the two people who love and see chokopro for what it is the most in the world is me and minoru fujita Sure. That's why I wanted to wrestle Minoru Fujita in Chokopro 100 because we didn't have anything. It, the belt wasn't supposed to be on the mat. It was just the crazy genius mad scientist Ami Sakura <laughs> who was like, "If if I want to bring the belt back, this is the match." Yeah. For some reasons, he felt like it. But originally, I just wanted to face Minoru Fujita. I wanted mm-hmm. to wrestle him in a singles match, and I, that I that was my reasoning to face him. Because to me, he was the B. He was the death match champion at that point, and he was. He cared about Chokopro the most in all mm. of the promotion he was doing, and he was wrestling like twenty matches a month. He was the uh, the death match heavyweight championship in Big Japan. He was like everywhere, but he was giving the most priority to Chokopro. Interesting, and and it really felt like he was watching something that I was watching because to me Chokopro was the most awesome thing that was happening in mm. the world, including the biggest promotions. I'm like, this is the most revolutionary thing. This is the yeah. most. fun and innovative and the best wrestling happens in the world right here right now and i to me it felt like he was doing the same thing because when he said it and nonetheless after giving up to sasaki <laughs> after tapping out and joining the same uh, group him calling us cowards and him calling us underachievers and and, and people who can't do anything that hurt mm. not because he was saying something right it's just because he was saying it it sounds like he was more angry at himself than anything i don't know uh and i mean it's interesting i think wrestling fans would be happy because wrestling fans are happy with that these days uh when when somebody like does something so radical and goes to a different way mm. heel turns are always popular they don't even get booed these days do you think fujita's change of attitude in ddt the sort of fans of uh, choco pro will now react negatively to him moving forward i don't it depends it depends but to my st- like what i was saying is basically because he said that the first reaction to me came out mm. after thinking really thinking about it is it's not that we are nice mm-hmm. that we trust people it's not that chokopro or the people who gather at chocolate square even in gato move they are not nice people they are brave mm. people the reason we trust people is not because we are foolish or naive is because we have the guts to take a betrayal mm-hmm. you're not the first one and you won't be the last we can always stand back up from what has happened mm. and it only makes us strong we we don't really care if somebody says to us because it's not the first time somebody has made fun of us for being where we are i mean this place has been ridiculed for the last 30 years and it always will be 
Ivan Sakura is a goddamn legend and she still gets ridiculed for it. It's, it's true. Yeah. It's true. So it's it's not like these are they are very brave people. Mm. They have the guts to stand back up even though they get betrayed. Yeah. The possibility of betrayal is still there but they have the the courage to still believe. That's why they they are the way they are. Only monsters live here. If you're talking about quality of wrestlers, they're goddamn monsters here. <laughs> it's true. It absolutely. is true. It is absolutely true. I live here. I know how hard the competition is. I know how hard it is to outshow somebody. Try doing that in Chocolate Square. The quality of the goddamn mm. roster is ridiculous. And everybody's just getting better all the time. Yeah, don't ex- like that's the old saying. Like these are not these are not farmers who are trying to be warriors. These are warriors who just like to farm. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Right? They, they like taking it easy. They, they, they have a way of living that's unbending. Mm. They will fight the strong wave of the virus. They will fight the norm forever and still walk the path they want to walk on. They could bend and they could do the normal wrestling they could go to the way that everybody else goes germans and head bombs they can always do that it's not hard to do they don't want to do that mm-hmm. and they won't bend on it they have a way of their life and they will stick to it till death that's the strongest thing i can imagine anybody doing and it's it's not even like a wrestling thing it's not even a kayfabe thing that's who they are mm-hmm. that's what's make this place this place that's what emi sakura is that's why Choco Pro is a thing. That's what Master Takanashi, Shinno Hagane, Chonsuri, those people have a way of life. That kind of wrestling, stick, sticking to their morals, you could say. Yeah. They will go to any depth and any height as long as they have those principles and they will not let it go. Minoru mm-hmm. Fusta, what hurt me about it is he bent and instead of looking inwards, he called us cowards. Yeah. 100%. Now that now we have problems. Now we have problems. Yeah. We really do. And especially with Sasaki. <laughs> He's a leech. Oh, absolutely. That, that dude is a leech. Like it he's genuinely a leech. <laughs> you can quote me on that. Put that on Twitter. Bolanki <laughs> says that. I don't care. Mm-hmm. That dude is a leech. <laughs> so, he's really what started out as a you and Fujita obviously had a lot of mutual respect, it feels like. And yeah, yeah he's really just... Almost love. I really did. He's just throwing that in the garbage. It's really made this upcoming unification of the interim and the Super Asia title really personal. So beyond just for you becoming the recognized unified champion, you know, there's a, there's a real sort of personal element to it now. So that does make the prospect of... Yeah. That must just make the prospect of a loss for you even more heartbreaking. Yeah. We saw we saw how heartbreaking it was at Choco Pro 100. So, you it know, was. how do you recover from a 200 if, if it was the same result? I don't know how yeah. you bounce back from that one. Like, on paper, reality is, as people say, like, reality is way more bizarre than fiction. Mm. I've heard that quote somewhere. And I think it's very true. Like, the way you think about it, of everything that has happened and the way it came about, we are wrestling the literally the same match that we wrestled before. Yeah. Both of us didn't have the belts and we were wrestling for to be a new champion. 
Now both of us have the belt and we are wrestling to be a unified champion. We're literally in the same boat, mm. same situation, same match. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but he showed up here last night. Uh, May was doing a special stream uh, to announce all the cards and he showed up here, mm-hmm. uh, sat down here, very wishy-washy, very like the way Fujita is, very cutesy and all that stuff. And uh, that pissed me. I-, I would much rather have him just show up and be who he is. Yeah. Maybe it's because it was May. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, May has that effect on people. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she has that effect herself. She was laughing as soon as she saw Fujita. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I messaged her like a voice message. I'm like, you goddamn goblin. I think I actually, <laughs> actually yelled at her, I think. I'm like, you started laughing when you saw her. Saw him. <laughs> I, think I did mm. that actually probably yeah that's gonna be a fight the next time we yeah. see each other but uh yeah he showed up here and he says like uh, it seems like the way things have changed and the way aki sees me now uh i like he in his own words he goes like i think the match that we want might not even turn out the way like a normal match might, might actually not go normal mm-hmm. so how about we do a last man standing match he actually offered that mm. last night he goes let's like the, the first time he had the last man standing match uh he says like i don't know why even we he did that but this time to himself it seems like the only match appropriate for the situation we are in mm. is a last man standing yeah. match a three counts mm-hmm. not enough and uh i agree mm-hmm it is the kind of, it is the most definitive match there is. Other than I quit, I must say, but you have to say it, so it's weird. But in wrestling rules, this is the most definitive match I yeah. can imagine. And like, it's not about, it, there's a lot of things goes into it because he said something like that and because he said it in front of Quark and Hall, and and it was quoted in a literally every place. Mm. It, it's it's more about our way of life now, who I am as a person, what I have chosen to bet my life on, what, what what I have chosen to put my lot in, and the decision he has made now. It's about I which one of us is right. Is yeah. he right? Do you have to go to a strong place to be a winner? Or you can be like us who walk our path stupidly even. And if there is strength that we can get, if it's in us to be strong, that strength lies ahead. Or you can bend your way and you can go to a place that will let you be strong. Mm Of course, Demonis and TA will let you be strong. But which do you choose? Is it better? Is it better for me to have a contract with Old Japan and be an Old Japan wrestler and, mm-hmm. and, and do all of those things and be strong? Of course, that will make you strong. In wrestling, of course, even if I'm a DDT wrestler, that would make me strong. Sure. Right? Like, we, 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 like there's just things in wrestling. does that the right way to go or Balenaki will walk Balenaki's path Mm 
And if it is in me to be able to be strong, to have strength, to be somebody incredible, I will achieve that with my path. I will only walk this path. That's mine. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's about this now. Is he right in choosing damnation TA, in choosing to go to that place and literally shitting all over Choco Pro? Or are we right? Yeah. Not just me. Are we right? Mm. As, as in Choco Pro. Which one of us is? So it's not just a personal battle. It's a, it is really it's a philosophical it's, battle as well. It is. It's, 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 it's what we stand for. It, mm. It's who we are as Choco Pro. But you're really not just fighting for yourself here you're basically you're fighting for choco pro yeah. like if i lose here no not just fighting for choco pro if i lose here he's right yeah yeah we never achieve anything when it comes he's right like it, i it, it he might not be right philosophically he might not be right uh, in the in the most true terms mm-hmm. but he can say he was right he yeah. did win and like like uh, y- you can say we have not beaten a Choco, like best bros haven't really not beaten anybody great. You could say we have 10 title defenses and we have probably, I might, I, I don't think I'm arrogant in saying we are the most hardest and constantly high grade match producing tag team in the world. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm arrogant you're, in saying that. You're certainly and, right up there, aren't you? Yeah, like, uh, I don't know any other tag team like that mm-hmm. right now, in the, at least that I'm aware of. Uh, in, in, the, in the spam of from 1 January to 31st December. Yeah. Like, uh, but, but there's things you can, you can put shares on us in, in a few sections with too many draws. You, you can do that. Uh, Balenaki. Lost on literally every big chance. You can say that. Chris Brooks, he might be the big shot here, mm. but he loses every big chance he can get in DDT. Yep. Every single one of them. <laughs> literally everyone. He's so, the cute boy there. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, it, it's, it, it, and I'm not putting shares on him. He's, in my eyes, one of the best wrestlers there. Mm. I, I'm not even joking. There's a reason I hate him because he's hate worthy. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you don't, if, if, you know, there are people like, you don't have to put time on people who no. you don't even have to hate. And, but there's some things where he can be right. And if I don't beat him on Choco Pro 200, he can be right. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at the, if you look behind on past, I should lose this match. Everything about this match says I will lose this match. If you look at me right now, I will win this match. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a heavy match. It is super heavy. <laughs> it is a heavy, heavy match. Like even, uh, every interview we have had until now, 70% of that interview has gone laughing. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. We haven't laughed 0.5% of this interview. <laughs> yeah. It is weird. I, even I feel weird doing this interview mm, right now because mm. it I like the the vibe that I get. It's hard to get out of it. Yeah, you can tell it's very serious it's, to you. Yeah, it is. It is very. Maybe lighten the mood ever so slightly. Yes. I was thinking. I've said my piece about him at least. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I've realized of, of all the times we've had you on, we've never done uh, sillier questions with you. 
despite yeah. you've you've translated I think because we're silly all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought we better get you on record with some of right. some of our funner stuff. So go for it. Balianaki, favorite pizza topping. There's a long answer to it and there's a short one. <laughs> the long would be I'll try to make the long ones short. I am a board boarding school kid. Mm-hmm. So I never had pizza until I was like the first time I ate pizza I think I was 20 or something. And I haven't really had a lot of pizza. I think I can count on both fingers how many times I have I have had pizza wow. ever. Same thing with McDonald's I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so if I have to say in all the time I've I've been I would say the classic pizza mm-hmm. with the cheese and tomatoes yep. and on top of it uh what well, I don't know meatballs I think those yeah, things are the round yeah. simple the round simple very little I think I I've had it once in like a very very I don't know actually what it's called but uh I went to like a shop in in Tokyo which has yes. like a very very local pizza making sure. place thin crust very very italian yeah, very european the, the pizza. and they had very little small bits of meat on it yeah it was not chicken i'm very sure it wasn't mm-hmm. chicken so it was either beef turned like crunched and yep. like made into little pasties and and done mm-hmm. that or it was pork either one of okay. those but but those meat things with the classic pizza but- to die for good, good that shout. was that really was delicious yeah Staying on on food stuff, what is your uh, your go to snack from Seven uh, Eleven? My go to snack from Seven Eleven, in the last four months, popcorns. Popcorn. Overall, overall is hold on a sec. I really am not a snack guy, am I? Yeah. <laughs> I think I buy more snacks for me. <laughs> like I'm not joking. I buy yeah. the most snacks I buy is called Jagariko. It's mm-hmm. a it's a long stick uh, chips basically okay. it's like you know like potato chips yeah imagine a long stick of uh, like a one smashed potatoes turned into a stick and Ooh. then fried it's called jagariko i buy that constantly i've eaten it twice in my life yeah and i buy that like three times a week for I have to me keep my uh, my eyes peeled <laughs> for that next time i'm at japan center in london i will oh, keep my eyes and they have like like a thousand flavors so every mm. time i buy it i buy like six packets and <laughs> Yeah, not really a snack guy. Yeah, but I buy a lot of snacks. But popcorn, if you're pushed, are you a salty or a sweet popcorn? If I have a cola, caramel. Mm-hmm. If I have beer in my hand, which I mostly do, <laughs> salty. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's the right distinction you've made. And are you a karaoke guy? And if so, what's your song? It is a sad story. It is a very sad story. I love music. Mm-hmm. I used to love music. I music used to be a very big part of my life. And I moved to Japan and I deleted all of my songs because I wanted to get into Japanese music to learn the language. Yep. I couldn't get into it because in the beginning I didn't understand at all because when I showed up to Japan I couldn't speak a single word of Japanese. So I deleted all of my previous music and didn't never got into oh, never no. was never had enough to get into the Japanese one. I have not I don't remember a single song right now. Mm-hmm. It is very sad. I'm not, very like, sad. There's not a single song that I can sing in karaoke. Yeah. 
that I know. Not a single one. And I, I used to love Bruno Mars. I used to love yeah. Adele. I used to, I used to love rap songs a lot. Used love NMM. Like mm-hmm. NMM, I can't even say his, my tongue is going crazy right now. But Eminem, I loved Eminem yeah. when I was when I was in high school. And just just loved. I I I think I I I knew like at least like fifteen rap songs. I used to like even the long and like hard lyrics. I, I there was a few. There was an Indian rapper called Bohemia. I really, mm-hmm. really loved him. Very old school, 80s American style kind of rapper. Uh, very prolific. Uh, but I can't. And it, and it breaks my heart. Yeah. It really does. I, I want to get into music now, but I listen to so many podcasts and audio books now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the same. I'm, I'm like an old, I'm like a 45 year old <laughs> man who just like has too much proper things to do to get into music. That's yeah. that's how I am. I really am like my heart is an old man. I really am <laughs> too full of wrestling for for music now. Yeah, it really it really is. <laughs> and um, do you have any hobbies or interests outside of wrestling that we might not know about? Okay. Oh, one thing though, one song that I it's almost embarrassing to admit it, <laughs> but I really loved and I used to yeah. love singing uh-huh. was Barbie Girl. <laughs> Barbie Girl was one, one of my favorite all time. Every time I would hear it, I would sing it. Uh, such and I knew the whole song, knew the whole song, all of it. Would you do all the voices as well? Yes. Hello, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do the whole thing. <laughs> hey, Cam. Oh, <laughs> I used to do the whole thing. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and and if if I'm if I was with my like my my group, especially my high school group, mm-hmm. we'd Backstreet Boys. Amazing. Like uh, Backstreet Boys, uh, you are, mm-hmm. you are my father. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. another one. Yeah, we know if we we drag you to karaoke now, it'll it'll either be <laughs> Aqua, Barbie Girl, or some Backstreet Boys. Then yeah, I think those are the. If I have to remember my memory, I mm-hmm. think those are the fastest one that I yeah. can remember. For yeah, you could do, do almost memory. from memory. Can't do my memory at all. I used to love him. Too worthy. Oh, well, uh, my hobbies, right? Mm. Um, hmm. my hobbies would be hmm, what right now I think it's not even a hobby at this point like mm. listening to podcasts has, has been quite heavy yeah. uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, especially like interceptive stuff uh, it, it, if it's about let's just say I love Radio Lab. They do yeah. some very awesome stuff. I love historical podcast. Radio uh, Lab's great. Yeah. Hardcore History by Dan Carlin, one of yeah. my favorite. Uh, I've listened to almost the, all, all of the long, long, uh, like like the Genghis Khan, uh, the Wrath of the Khan series, yeah. and and the and the World War One series. I nice. heard it all. Right now, there's he's doing a series on 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 uh, the Supernova in the East. It's all about Japan's history oh, wow. in World War Two. I have intense. to dig into that. Like, especially listening to it now because I am in Japan and yeah. I really feel a lot of sympathy. It freaking oh, intense stuff. Of course. Can't listen to it before a match. It messes no. me up. So I, I don't he- listen to it on, on show days. But uh, historical podcasts a lot. Yeah. Uh, like scientific podcasts about sleep or, or dieting or yeah. or the new things about like how, to can, how you can heal yourself or this kind of thing. Mm. Like, just mm. mostly... Uh, the new things that are coming out in 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 athletes. Fascinating. That has to be the strongest. Yeah. Other than that, I love bicycles. 
Yeah. I haven't been able to do a lot about it, but I do love bicycles. Mm. And yeah, then just manga anime. Uh, not really though. I I've I've been away from manga in the last two years. Haven't started any new mangas mm, mm. because I got obsessed. Yeah, and that messes up my life. Yeah, so I've I've tried to step away. I understand that. I'm very all or nothing with my interests. I'm either yes. dedicating every I do available want to second into archery though. Into what? Sorry, archery. Oh yeah, I really really do want to get into archery, but in Japan there's the traditional archery, yeah. the, the Japanese one, mm-hmm. but it's more about the foam. It's okay. more like like the kata of uh, yeah. karate. So it's more about the beauty and and the yeah. way you foam it. It's like more more so than about the actual art of it. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it's a more meditative thing. So it, I'm trying to, I don't my my schedule is, oh, especially yeah. in the last three weeks, is bonkers. So, I bet. Yeah, I was shooting a. Uh, I was shooting, uh, I think by the time this comes out, I think it will be live. Yeah. Uh, this Saturday, I think is the first episode, but I was, I was shooting a drama. I was a guest on oh, wow. for three episodes on a Japanese drama on like a national, Japanese national TV drama. I, I don't know awesome. how the drama is because I don't know Japanese te- television at all, yeah, yeah. but because of it, my schedule for the last one month, one, like close to a month has been ridiculous i mean it seems ridiculous at the best of times so you know yeah, adding it has even been more bonkers. yeah it really has been bonkers that must have been a hell of an experience though being part it has of a been TV it, it was very fun it was very fun like we are basically in the same industry but the way we do yeah. things could not be any more different it really could not be any more different what's the show about it's about a doctor. It, apparently, it's a manga turned into a drama. Okay. So it, it's about a doctor who was a researcher in mm-hmm. a lab. He gets framed for his lover's murder. Yeah. Who, who was a researcher, and then he's on the run. So he goes to live in slums, and then he finds like a group of foreigners who yep. are living there as illegals, mm-hmm. and and they have a very good experience between them uh, because there's like Japanese slum area is here and a foreign slum area here mm-hmm. and and they have like not a good relation and he gets in between it this is ah, a okay. weird thing That's but it, it, it's a, it was a nice experience i got i got to meet some very fun people yeah uh, foreigners and japanese included uh so it was a very fun experience yeah what a great experience a nice time yeah just going back to podcasts if you don't really listen to it i think from what you're saying i think one you would really enjoy is 99% invisible oh hold on a second. let me write that down 99% invisible. Yeah, give that a go. I think that would um you know really like hit the same part of your brain as the other ones you were describing to me. Yeah, you have to let me know what you think. Of course. Back onto the road. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, no, no, no. Very long intent. No, I love it. Obviously, yeah. you've got uh, it's not just your match with Minoru Fujita coming up. You've also got a tag title match with May. So, you know, w- with the best bros, Liam and I have been interested who comes up with your your tag moves? You know, how do you come up with them? Hey, don't ask the trade question. We can't exploit <laughs> no. that. What okay. do you want? What do you want? A bloodbath between bestos? Yeah. <laughs> Just trying <laughs> to break enough already. Trying to break Imagine you if up. I take credit for the all of the best bro mm-hmm. moves right now. <laughs> Maybe we'll run from oh, the, yeah. run from the like her uh, the Gatomu house where she and she lives. She will run from there right now and stab me right in the gut. On live podcast, I'm not joking. How's her English now? Like, will she know? 
Like we can just keep this between yes. you and I. Okay. Oh, her English is way better. Oh no. Uh, by the way, you guys had a promise together that yeah. uh, she would do an all English podcast. Mm-hmm. So you can do that now. Amazing. We'll like, have to get it, that it set. I think you 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 need to have like a best of three series. Yeah. Like you do one now, one in six months, and then one in six months. Yeah. But I think you can really she can really do that now. Amazing. Yeah. Like uh, her speaking, like she's at a point where you understand, you know what she's trying to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she gets what what mostly what you want her to say. Mm-hmm. So the them there's communications that gets amiss a bit, mm. but she can convey whatever she wanna convey, yeah. and she understands what you what you are asking her. Because I imagine being out with Emmy for you know and with AEW, yeah, that really helped her. Being immersed in in English must have really really helped. Yeah, that really did. She speaks very few English though these days. She got pissed at me when I pointed it out too. I'm like, you don't speak that much English in podcast anymore. What happened? And she goes, hmm? Mm. She, is she too shy? I'm like, no matter who, no matter how much whom you do, yeah. that you really don't. And she goes, really? I'm like, plays dumb. But she, she's, yeah. yeah. But her English is really, really yeah. better right, right now. Really good and better. How was it being without her for those uh, those few months? <laughs> And now you're pulling on the, the heartstrings. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna sound weird, but I have never felt lonely mm-hmm. ever, and the reason being because I never had a place like where I belonged. You could say, mm. like I I was in hostel, so I grew up in hostel with all boys, and yep. we it's, it's it was a crazy, it was a, literally a zoo where animals talked literally that's my definition of a of a boys hostel to be honest mm. it's a zoo where the animals could talk literally and that's the way they be- we behaved that's the way it was all thing was and i left my hostel and i started living alone for wrestling mm-hmm. i lived alone the whole two and a half years then i moved to japan i lived alone here forever then i moved to england for six seven to eight months I lived alone there and then I came back and I got stuck here with, with, with the COVID. Mm-hmm. And I've been living alone in there as well. But the only thing that changed was when I was here, I would come here every day and we would spend eight to 10 to 14 to 16 hours together. Me, Ami Sakura and Mesuruga. Yeah. Every day, seven days a week. That's amazing. So, sometimes May wouldn't show up. Sometimes Sakura wouldn't show up. I was here seven days a week. Mm. And because I was here like that, I was, I would only go home, sleep, wake up and show up here again. (laughs) I mean, I had nothing else to do. So we would just, I I was working on trying to set up a better live stream. I was, because I didn't know nothing about computers or anything, uh, at least for the streaming thing. And I don't like working on computer at all. So I had to like, all of us had to like study from zero. So Mm. we would just be here working day in, day out. So being here, like this place became like a place where I would be every day and being with them became a normal thing. I never had that before. Yeah. Also, I'm the guy who always leaves. People have a place where they always stay. I don't. So I leave. Hmm. I left my group when we were in hostel. All of them, by the way, my friends from the hostel, we met when we were 11 years old. Mm-hmm. 11, 12, 12 and a half, like that rage range, all of us. And they still live in the same neighborhood wow. in Delhi. All work in different class, still found. 
like they, they went to like colleges all yeah. around India, mm-hmm. found jobs, got transferred or quit their jobs and shows up. All of them, not an exception. All of yeah. them live in the same neighborhood in Delhi. Those guys, those guys still stick together. Mm. So like I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who left even in that. Then we started training. I'm the guy who left and went to Delhi, started a company. Then we went to Delhi. We started a company. We started doing things together. I'm the guy who left for Japan. Yep. When I was in Japan, got very cozy with Gautamu. I'm the guy who left for England. Mm-hmm. I'm always the guy leaving. Yeah. I've never been left behind. Never in my life. So I've never actually experienced that. I didn't even know how it felt mm. when somebody leaves and you're the one who's left behind. And when Ami Sakura left, it was weird, but then May was here. So we were just, it was just two of us now. But when May left, it was weird showing up here. Mm-hmm. I've never felt that. I've never felt lonely mm. before. And I did, it, it was bizarre because it was weird for me. I'm 26. I'm, I'm like an old man in my head. And I've never <laughs> felt that before. Yeah. And it was yeah yeah that's that's really it was a lot yeah it, it, it really was a new yeah. experience for you it really was it, a new emotion that i've never felt mm. before mm. like i could never drink alone i i i, I it doesn't it, it's not delicious to me like i love drinking but i love people in all setting mm-hmm. i love the people i'm with that's what i'm interested in uh, the if i love the people i love drinking with them because yeah. it, it changes us a little. So we have a new experience together. Mm-hmm. I love the people. So I would love to visit be- the beach with them. Because yeah. the setting changes, the people react different. Yeah. So it's a new vibe between the people that I love. Mm-hmm. If we go to see a sightseeing, a deli, a country, a, a wrestling show, a, a trip, whatever. I'm there because I love the people that I'm with. And I don't love the building. No. I've seen buildings. It's just a building, but <laughs> the people I'm with make that building special. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I think that that's my setting forever. I have never been able to drink alone. There's no joy in it. It just fell up. Like, why do I drink this? I actually, <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. This tastes like this tastes horrible. Why do I love this when when I'm like with everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the first time ever, I was able to drink alone. I drank a lot mm-hmm. in those two months. I really did. Yeah. Uh, if it felt weird too. It really did. I'm like, ah, God damn. Mm. Like I mm. miss her, which was weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Even though we are like, she's my best friend. And it's, it's weird to say that I miss her. Mm. But it, to me, it felt so weird saying that I miss her. Yeah. And I miss both of them. I really did. I really did miss them. Yeah. You know, it's a big part of yourself. It sounds like was missing with me. Yeah. Obviously, there's been real joy in, in being reunited as well. It really was. I felt weird when she just jumped up from that <laughs> can. Uh, uh, yeah, just like a cat. Yeah. Like, How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, immediately back to old dynamics. Yeah. Because like, oh, best bros don't hug a lot. No. We really don't. If, if one goes for a hug, the other goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's our normal yeah. setting. Even though the other one is very emotional and there's something really yeah, nice yeah. happened, mm-hmm. and they go like, "Oh, no, 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 step away from me." <laughs> and on both ways too. Yeah. It, it, one time, uh, yeah. Even if it's like a very emotional scene or something, like something good happened, or, or like it's it's a birthday or whatever. Mm-hmm. Unless we win a match, we don't hug. 
<laughs> so that's the reward. Yeah, you could say, and from both of us too. And um, but like, it was it was it was something. Mm. I did like I didn't have like ever since, and I told her the first time we talked in like a week or something. We called. She she, she goes like, uh, hey, let, let's have a drinking party on Skype. I'm like, okay. By the way, fell asleep in 20 minutes. <laughs> Starting that because she's a, she's the lightest weight I, oh, I ever half a can and she's dead. And she, she I drank alone sitting in front of the hour sleeping <laughs> Just, like a camera. And then she wokes up in one and a half hour and she goes, well, what, what happened? I'm like, no, nothing. Like every <laughs> Just been here watching. Yeah. And just, just one, one more sip and then make you close the stream. But I told her like, this is, this is weird to me. And we yeah. just, we had a great laugh together <laughs> about the whole situation. Adorable. Yeah. But I did miss her dearly. Yeah. I can, I can imagine. Yeah. She's my bro. Love that horrible apple. You're the one that kind of does the leaving. I'm the kind of the same way. And um, I travel so much and I've been and lived abroad for for a year or, you know, been backpacking for a year. You know, I'm the one that does the leaving. And it's a weird feeling then being on the on the other end of that. Yeah, I was happy, though. It made me, it made me realize a lot of things. Like it really did. It, it made me realize like how much those two people matter to me. How mm. much, like what, what their place is in my heart like really yeah yeah well that's lovely it, it was made you appreciate you i know, couldn't even hide it i tried to hide it too but you, you guys kept saying that in the chats as well like hey you look sad i'm like yeah come oh, on no. i'm trying here <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just trying. trying to put on a brave face yeah i'm trying look at me <laughs> but every chat i would read people mm. would be like yeah aki's sad Poor i can aki. see his face yeah. <laughs> mm. One more thing I'd love to discuss with you before we finish up. Yes. So with you being so busy this last in the year since uh, nearly a year since Chocolate Pro 100, the other thing that you've been doing a lot of is um, you've been doing a lot of commentary. Yeah, seems like it. For you, how is that experience? Is that something, is it something you enjoy doing or not, not so much? Oh, uh, I do. I really do. I, I love I love calling a good match mm. and, and the love comes from Choco Pro because I do want to call matches. So mm. let's just say the match, like the recent match I called that I really love were two matches, Chon versus Antonio Honda and yep. Chon versus Mastakanashi. Mm. I loved calling those matches. Mm. Loved it. Every second of it. Like, like I can separate myself when this matches like those the fact that I know them, the fact that I'm a wrestler, mm. the fact that I've wrestled both of them, the, the fact that I know their history, it gives the joy I get to let people know all the things that I know. Like, okay, you guys think what's happening is awesome, but you have no idea at what level <laughs> awesome this yeah. is. And I can help you understand how much it matters. Like, imagine... Imagine you are watching Chris Brooks versus Lulu Pencil 30 minute Iron Man match. Yep. And you know all the story. And the people who are watching, most of them may not. Mm -hmm. And you got to commentate that match. Yeah. Imagine the rush you would feel trying to just, just get everybody to understand yeah. what it means what it is that we are watching. It is a cool match, but no, it's not a match even. It, it, it's a accumulations of moments, 
coming together in real time. That's what we are watching. And, and to, to be able to convey that, it's an incredible rush, you mm-hmm. feel. It's like, I feel performative. Yeah. I feel, I really feel like a genuine creativity happening inside of me to, to, to put, to get the perfect balance between telling you how important this is mm. and what has happened as to why it is important, yeah. as to what is happening in the match and what is important. And what I think about it mm-hmm. and finding the balance in all those aspects of the things at the same time as it is happening. And I'm leaving it with you guys. I'm watching it. I want you guys to watch it with me. That's yeah. all I want. Mm-hmm. Imagine me sitting next to you on the couch. I'm the loud wrestling fan <laughs> friend. Yeah. That's who I want to be when I commentate. I want to, I want to be the guy who jumps first when something mm-hmm. happens and you jump because it's okay to jump yeah. because I jumped because I jumped up <laughs> and put my hands up and went, yeah, it's okay for you to do that too. Mm-hmm. I want to be that friend. That's Absolutely. all I want to be when I commentate yeah. and it really feels good. It really does. Like I, I really enjoy it when depending on like, especially on the specific matches, even Tojo now I recently enjoy because I get to like, yeah, I got to insult Chris Brooks. That's yep, a plus always. And, and I generally like, like, I really, you know, there's some performers that I really look forward to watching. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. they're, they're such a fun, some promotion, Tokyo Joshi. And I do think having you and Chris on the call as well, I think does really enhance, enhance the show. And I think is really, has really opened, further opened Tokyo Joshi Pro up to English speaking fans. Well, I'm, 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 I'm happy if that's the case. It's, yeah. it really does, you know, kind of help a lot. It really does. And then, yes, yeah, so you've got a couple of shows you'll be doing for them sort of coming up soon. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to more yeah. Tokyo Joshi with you on the call. Yeah. But yeah, we've been going for, I think about an hour now. So I think it's probably time <laughs> to, to wrap up. I've got to get to it work. Is. Um, well, so my one last question for you, please go before ahead. we wrap up with Choco Pro 200, just around the corner. Choco Pro 300, where do you see yourself? Let me think about it for, for a second. Best Bros, back from a world tour. And Bali and Aiki. Wrestling for Junior Heavyweight Championships. Those two things. Yeah. Those two things. I can see it. Those two things, yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Astros want to need to happen though. <laughs> yes. Oh, I understand. Yes, 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 yes. Every promotion should be uh, snapping you up in the UK during a world tour. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring that place to fire. And any plugs as well before we. Yes. Uh, thank you very, very much, everybody. Choco Pro 200 is on 22nd and 23rd of February, 10 a.m. Japan time. It is, as you know, as always, no paywall. So you guys can help us put on the show. It is going to be a very extravagant and very expensive show, as you all know. <laughs> uh, you guys can help out in making sure we get to a 300, not die out around 240 or something. But, <laughs> but you can do that. You can, uh, for the foreign fans, English speaking fans, the best way to go there is chocopro.bigcartel.com. Let me say that one more time. Chocopro.bigcartel.com. Of course, uh, announced today is a Choco Pro 200 t-shirt. You can Ooh. get that pre-order right now. Uh, and most of the, our merch is available 
there as well. If you want to, you can follow Balianaki and Chocopro on Twitter. Balianaki is Balian X Aki. Uh, just type that and you should, uh, it's, it's, it's a quite unique name. It should show up pretty up early. And Chocopro is Gato Move, is the parent company. And you can go on twitter.com slash Gato Move and you can find that there. Uh, please do check out my best bro, Mesuruga, as well. One of the most devilish, cute, and one of the most talented wrestlers you can find around. That is it. Let's make Chocopro 100, 200, one of the biggest events that we can. In Chocopro 100, we went from we went to day one, 850 people live, like uh, the real-time viewers, and day two was 900-something. I don't want to lose to that. Yeah. I really don't. So... As we know, the whole card is announced. Oh, should I count out the card? I yeah. should count out yeah, the yeah. card. Chocopro, day one, everybody. As of right now, Cheko Ishikawa versus Saki from Colors. Single special match. Match number two that has been announced already. It is one of the most banger cards you can imagine. Yuna Mizmori of Chocopro, Yunamon, ours truly versus Right Crispy back from America, the AEW superstar, Ryo Mizunami, everybody. This is their third single. And Mizunami faced in a singles match, Yunamon. Probably the last single she did right before she went to America for AW. And this is right before, after she comes back. So I'm really looking forward to that match. I really want to see what Yunamon does here. And of course, the Asia Dream Tag Team Championships, one of the best matches that we can even imagine wrestling. Our probably the only contender to the best tag team in the world to us after Yakin Thunders and Bass Bros ourselves is Yone Amaduka, Shinno Hagane and Yone Makauri, two of the best wrestlers I know in whatever genre you want to put them in. That is the three matches announced for day one. I think more matches might be announced. Mm-hmm. Master I see loves to keep <laughs> a few cards under his belt. He's one of those mysterious people. And the day two, all of the card is announced. Match number one is, of course, Shin White Komanechi. Uh... Antonio Honda and Kirihara Tokiko, one of the most extravagant teams in the whole world, no matter where you go. Versus Obiro Sayaka and X. I don't know who that X will be, but probably somebody. Match number two is the team of Chieko Ishikawa and Sakurai versus Sayaka and Makoto. This will be well, let's just, let, let just imagine this will be brutal. <laughs> the only way I can really describe it. Sayaka and Makoto are like one of those roses that have very long thorns. <laughs> they hurt. They're very beautiful, both of them. Very strong, very elegant, but they hurt. They hurt you. And Sakurai and Che are one of those cute but crazy people. So <laughs> this is going to be one of those matches that I will look forward to. Match number three. Now, this is this is a very special match. This is a, a very Chocopro 200 level, very special match, which is CDK, Mastakanashi, and Chris Brooks versus Yuna Mizumori and Rina Yamashita. If you're talking about powerhouses, there's the accumulation of two. Mm-hmm. Now, special singles. Second year in a row, Turkey Joshi versus Mesuruga in... May Suruga, everybody, one half of the Asia Dream Tag Team Championships champion. I don't know if she will be after day one, but I'll try that she is, still is. I'll do my best. So, May Suruga versus... Whew, 
It even feels awesome saying it, really. The big kaiju, in my eyes, one of the best Joshi wrestlers in the world right now. She is everybody. Nakajima. It's a big one. God damn, right? Can't wait for that one. Can't wait for it, right? The big kaiju. It, it's so similar that the fact that they both call themselves big. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? There's something Being there, tiny. isn't it? Yeah. She was the apple girl and she goes, no, no, no. I'm the big apple girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So like now the big apple and the big kaiju. Kaijus are big. There's yeah. no small kaiju in the world. No. Mm-hmm. You don't have to call them big. <laughs> they are big by yeah, default. Yeah. yeah, but she's the big kaiju. So, and by the way, the only wrestler in the world where make could look down to. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it, it it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. And of course, the belt unification of Super Asia, the interim and the actual champion going head to head in Balianaki versus Minorfista, confirming. It's right now because mm-hmm. I have not answered the challenge and I answer it right now on this podcast in a last man standing match. That's Chocopro 200. Couldn't get any right bigger. Now. It couldn't. Please, everybody, go to the Big Cartel, let the support show, let everybody know on Twitter and get this thing fired up. Thank you very much, Gareth. And even though he's not here, Liam, both of you guys announcing it, even though you guys have been so busy. And I'm like making sure that we can do this thing. Yeah. Right before 200. It has been fantastic. Love to have you back. It's been a real treat. Thank you so much, Jackie. Absolutely love having you on. And it's been a real good chat. It has been fantastic. Thank you very much. Take care, guys. Bye bye. And we're back. So that was the wonderful Balianaki. And just in case that you weren't aware, since recording the card for Choco Pro 200 night one and night two has shifted around a little bit due to some people sort of coming down with fevers and various things. So, you know, do take a good look at the Choco Pro Twitter. You know, if you're unsure and want to know exactly what's happening, that's the best place to stay up to date with everything before the cards tonight. Yeah, 100%. I really enjoyed that. Thought that was really interesting. Uh, the ace cut a more serious tone than usual, and I quite mm. enjoyed it. Kind of delving into some of the more harder hitting aspects of, of his pro wrestling career. And interesting as well to hear about his ambitions for all Japan and the junior heavyweight title. Absolutely. So, so yeah, really good stuff. Thanks as always to Aki for coming on. What a treat! What a star! I am pumped to watch Chaka Pro 200 this weekend. You know the place to do it, folks, is the Chaka Pro or Gata Move YouTube channel. So if you just, they're in the show notes and also you can find them in on YouTube, on Twitter, everywhere. Basically, if you just search Chaka Pro, you're going to land there. And you've got two whole shows of Chaka Pro goodness, some crazy banger matches on there. So I encourage you to check it out. Um, right, we should get out of here. This has been a long one. Um, well, they're all long ones these days, but we should just get out. <laughs> well, there is more interviews to come, believe it or not. Yes, I know. I'm I'm staggered as well. For those of you that are wondering, no, we cannot keep this up. So just... <laughs> <laughs> Don't get used to it. No, let's just enjoy it whilst it's here. And then interview season will come back around as and when. But certainly for the time being, it remains in full effect with more interviews on the way. 
But that's it, folks. Thanks so much for joining us. Really hope you enjoyed that one. Let us know what you thought on the socials, on Twitter, Instagram. We're at WrestlingPod. That's Wrestling About the E. You can send us an email. It's WrestlingPod at gmail.com. And also, if you want to find all the links for where to listen, to share with your friends, or for our personal Twitters, it's WrestlingPod.com. Again, Wrestling About the E. If we could beg you to drop a follow on our socials or indeed a review on your podcast platform of choice we'd be so so grateful it really does help a lot it keeps interview season rolling baby so if you wouldn't mind that would be much appreciated by us all anyway i think that pretty much wraps us for this week so in the meantime stay happy stay safe and enjoy the graphs <laughs>